morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and Bulldog fans everywhere. We are thrilled to be welcoming you back to the Start Vegas Report. I'm your co-host, Colton Watson. And I'm your other co-host, Gavin Lacazino. And it's an early morning for Colton and Gavin over here at Start Vegas Report, getting things started. We should have this up to y'all probably about, about lunchtime today. You yeah. got time to work I hope full so. with it? Yeah, I'll be I'll You be probably have more time than I do full with it. Yeah, I'll be. Yeah. it'll be ready to go on IGTV before I go into work at 1. Uh, this is our first victory episode in a while. That's always fun. Yeah. Uh, this could, is probably about the most depressing loss I can re- or depressing win I can remember as a Mississippi State fan. But we I'm won. Trying to think. We 2013, won. we played Bowling Green to a one point win. I think that was a tough. That one sucked. Uh, I remember us starting slow. We won 2014 the against uh, Southern Miss. No, we beat Southern Miss forty-nine to zero. Really? We, we started. We, we started slow, slow against uh, maybe South Alabama that okay. year. That might be what I'm thinking. They scored a little bit more than they should have. Um, let's see. Oh, I, I'll give you one. This one actually was more disappointing. The homecoming game of two thousand sixteen. We we played Sanford and we allowed like a school record amount of yards against Sanford, something like that. That was bad. that was Peter <sighs> Ser- the Peter Sermon know. year. Yeah, that that makes sense. But I would say mm. the St. Petersburg Bowl game. But at that point, I was just happy to be in a bowl and to win a game. I didn't care if it was about one point. Yeah, seventeen to sixteen. That was a terrible game that to was, watch. That was horrible. Uh, but at that point, at that point, point, had a field goal in that game. They, that they point, knew they the could season, block any the kick they wanted. The season was over for that team. Oh yeah, so. yeah. Well, they well they knew they could block any kick they wanted that game, and that's why they let like they kind of played that way. I remember, and I was like, oh my gosh, they're about to let them get in the field goal range. And Dan was like, "Yeah, y'all can get the field goal range if y'all want to, because y'all can't, y'all can't block, y'all can't block on the on the kick." And then they just went crash through and murdered the kicker. Yep. But uh, good times. There's no, reminds me of some other good games we've had that featured block kicks. Thinking about Arkansas 2015. What else? Uh, it's kind of uh, we had a missed kick yesterday, or excuse me, Saturday. Yeah, that wasn't a block kick. There's a speaking of kicking. I saw this the other day. You know, there's only five schools in the entire country that haven't put a kicker into the NFL ever, and we're one of them. That's Oregon's depressing. one of them. Rutgers one of them. Uh, a lot of the, a lot of them are some of the bad. Hey, we put punter into the league. I put a punter in the league. I mean, it's just it's not like we haven't put you know an offensive lineman in the league. Yeah. Like it's you know kicker. You have two kickers in your team, maybe one on scholarship. That happens. Hey, we got two pretty good ones right now, dude. That's, that's what I was about to say though. When, we have not worried about the kicker the last three years. Yeah. That's insane. Because we used refreshing. to watch about watch 2016 first game of the year. We lose. We we uh, Western Graves doinks a 23 23 yard kick. That's almost an extra point <laughs> off the the left upright to lose to South Alabama. Yep. Or uh, I remember it now. This one I can't give him too much credit. Same guy. No, they they brought out the long range kicker for this. We we missed a fifty yard field goal to was to lose short to LSU. To lose to LSU, I remember that too. That was uh, which I mean that's a long field goal. I understand, but yeah. I mean we've also had we've had kicking troubles. Yeah. Alabama, I think a lot of schools in NCC have though. Uh, LSU's had some good kickers over the years, but look Ole at what Ole Miss has, has been suffering trouble. through. Yeah, I mean Ole Miss had a great kicker before Luke Logan got in there. They had a, a four year guy that was like one of the most accurate in school history, but yep. they've had some trouble. You know Alabama's had some trouble. Uh, Florida's got a kicker nailed down, and and Georgia had one nailed down with Rodrigo Blankenship for forever, but they don't now. I mean, they've had some trouble this year. It's a, it's really comfortable knowing that at least for the next couple of years your kicker is going to be fine. Brandon Ruiz should have 
at least one more year and probably two more. Uh, got a recruited kicker after that. I don't expect Jace Christman to be around. He'll probably graduate and go, you know, sell insurance somewhere. He's he doesn't have the leg, I think, for the NFL. No, but he's accurate as heck. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, if they wanted him to, I don't know if he's accurate enough to where you put him in there for every single forty-yard kick. Yeah, might be. We'll I see. Know. I don't. I don't remember him. I don't remember a kick he's missed that I wasn't forty even, yards or longer. I don't remember a miss. I don't. He's never missed an extra point. No. Kind of not. This isn't what we plan to talk about. But just kind of. I I was. I I, I wanted. I didn't make, put this in my notes, but I was thinking this weekend how that's kind of impressive that, yeah. uh, or depressing. I guess you put it anywhere you put it that we haven't had one in the NFL, but also that we haven't had to worry about it since I think since 2017 we have not worried about it, and we yeah. did in 2017 because we didn't know who Jace Crispin was, and then he didn't disappoint us. So he had some big kicks his first or second game. Yeah, I think his first conference game he had some big kicks. Yeah, let's think. I don't remember. Maybe against LSU, we scored 37 points, so we had to have some kicks in that game. Yeah. Uh, th- that year, that was my freshman year. But anyway, Vandy game on. wasn't great. It was no, it could have been better. Yeah. We're not thrilled about it. Um, yeah. We're thrilled to be on the show, but we're not thrilled about it. First two drives were great. So the first 16 plays, uh, we moved the ball. We didn't have hardly any third downs. Mm. I noticed there's lots of motion and weird formations, and there are some changes and shifts. Uh, we played three running backs. We had Marks, Witherspoon, and uh, Dylan. Dylan Johnson on the first drive, which is funny. That's 21, 22, and 23, yeah. their numbers. And, and I was surprised to see Witherspoon out there, but he played very well. Yeah. I, it was refreshing to see him back on the field. Was he on kick return with, with yes. Ledea Le- Le- too? Yes. So, yeah, you got some guys out there moving around. You had a lot of receivers out there. You saw Mitchell's that we used Spivey and Brad Cumbus, which I had remarked to Gavin when when they announced Cumbus as a starter. I said, well, we'll probably lose the other tight end slash receiver uh, kind of guys. But Spivey played a lot. Yeah, had some Spivey, catches. Spivey played a lot, and I think part of that was that Leach knew that we were a more physically dominant team than Vanderbilt, and he probably wanted to be able to run the ball a little bit, and getting those big tight ends out there and blocking helps a lot. I think that's going to work against Ole Miss. With as as, as bad as they tackle, I mean, you get some guys out there that are big I think Vanderbilt's defense is worse than Ole Miss's. I don't. That's just me. I mean... If anyway, we if we can only put up offense if we can only put up twenty four on Ole Miss then we might be in trouble. Oh yeah, we got to put up more than twenty four yeah. for sure. Um, well, probably yeah, have to put their up more offense than is explosive as heck. Um, when but they, yeah, I thought the uh, that moving around all those guys and having a lot of personnel was really working. I mean, it and you, you can't say it wasn't working on the first two or three drives. Yeah. I mean, first two drives, I was excited. I was, I was like, I oh, was we too. might we might win by. 20. 20. I was like, I was like, we're going. 25. I was like, we're going to win by a lot. Um, I saw. I didn't think. I saw that they weren't getting much on, on, on their uh, drives either. They yeah. they looked like they, Vanderbilt looked like a team kind of like how we look. They were going to get a few yards here and there, but they weren't going to get enough big plays to keep from shooting themselves in the foot. They were going to give up a penalty or a sack, or a, which they only gave up a sack once at the end of the game. But we'll talk more about that later. Um, or they were going to uh turn the ball over stuff like that. What an interception by Colin Duncan in the first half, by the yep. way. Yep. But anyway, still, was... still talking about offense. They kind of messed us up when they started uh, pressuring, putting pressure on the quarterback, getting some bl- uh, some blitzes home, making Will run for his life and have to throw it away and get sacked a lot. They, I think they had as many sacks in that game as they've had all year. Yeah, I think so too. They had, they, was it four sacks? Yeah, and they had eight or nine. They had they nine had, coming into the game. They had five coming in the game. 
We we did this episode last time. They had five sacks coming in the game. Really? Yeah. They have nine now. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah. No, they. That was bad. Um, but th- I will say this: they were they were getting pressure with three a little bit, but it, most of it was some confused blitzes. But now, the offensive line didn't play well at all in the second half. But uh, we know that some of them were out. Uh, Charles Cross didn't play. Uh, we're not we don't we're not definite on that. Um, it could be a positive test. Could be. He, I didn't even see him on the sideline, so I don't think it was like a discipline thing, but we'll see. Uh, Javante Payton was out. Javante Payton, by the way, who was on the sideline, did not play a snap, and he looked frustrated. So yeah. we got we don't know what's going on there. But uh, the offensive line's got to be better. I'll tell you what, though, not turning the ball over was awesome. Not turning the ball over was great. Um, I can't – I'm a little bit surprised. I think that, that that really helps our turnover margin on the season when you, when you force five turnovers and then don't give up any. My man Will Rogers probably should have thrown two or three picks, though. That was. Uh, I don't think he had. He had one that he stared down real bad that on that screen. That and then there, there were there were two off. where he completely missed the throw. I don't know if it was miscommunication or an awful ball, but there were two passes that I remember saying that should have been picked. How do you think he played? According to Hunter, two he played a lot better. I think he showed some improvement, but I don't. The way he played, I'm not confident that he'll be starting next year over Sawyer. I just think that you Will, always like the new person. Yeah, I do. I mean, you're right. Yeah. But I, th- I mean, I, I don't either. I'll be honest, I don't either. You think Sawyer's going to start next year? I mean, I, I'm not. I, I don't think, think. I don't think Will's starting for sure. Yeah, I don't think Will has a secure job. Uh, we'll unless see. he will really, also have a whole spring practice though. Is right, Sawyer, gonna, Sawyer Robertson going to graduate early? There's, I don't know one way or the other, so I'm not going to say. Uh, but if I think if 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 Sawyer does find a way to get here. If he finds a way to graduate early and get here and have spring ball, then I think Will's in some serious trouble for his starting job. Just because if you look at the tape, guys, Sawyer can make every throw on the field. It doesn't matter. He's probably more mobile than Will, but I'm not going to say that. Uh, got a stronger arm than Will for sure. Yeah, so we're not so. going to uh, prognosticate too much in the future, but kind of kind of hard I not just, to. Yeah, the, I didn't way mean, this season I didn't mean to get into all that. Well, the way this season is gone, I mean, but I'm thinking about the future Will, too. Will did some impressive things. I like his ability to get out of the pocket. Uh, that fade to Osiris was perfect. Yeah, the fade to Osiris was a perfect ball, uh, and on the first drive, and I was I was impressed with his ability to move. But I didn't. I in the past when he did play, I thought that he did a better job of keeping his eyes downfield when he did move, and I didn't see any of that this week. Uh, there were a few times where he got sacked for losses of fifteen or more yards, where instead of rolling out of the pocket he rolled back in the pocket and he's not yeah you're not you're not fat you're not gonna no matter how big or slow the defensive lineman is you can't backpedal you can't backpedal faster than they can sprint after you yeah so he just he put you himself gotta, in a lot of bad situations he's trying to keep his eyes downfield too much yep. there, uh, you know? when he gets kind of scared it looks like he's just looking down receivers not make, not going through his progressions uh which is a freshman thing so uh, accuracy. I I thought he was fairly accurate. Uh, and arm strength. He could have he could have probably thrown a little bit of put some more Must zip on some ball. of his balls. But I mean, that's also a freshman thing. He'll grow with his arm strength. So I, think, I don't I don't I think, think Will is bad. I think he's he'll he's he's our best option right now for sure. Right. Well, I don't. We'll see. Probably yeah. so. But uh. I, I, I agree he's probably the best option. I agree there's no point in starting KJ no. at this point, you know, with what's going on, and he couldn't have played last game. But 
We'll we'll get that. We're getting there. Uh, lots of weird things also happen in the game. Lots of a few, several good things too, though. We mentioned that. Uh, we mentioned um, all the moving around at uh, receivers and at running back. I thought the running backs played great. Um, they're not getting a ton of yards per carry, but with the way our offensive line is playing, you can't be surprised. And also, um, they're not giving that many carries. Now they get they mixed in a lot of run in that first half, and I don't know why they got away from it. Maybe that that's what the pressure was cut forcing them to do. We got out coached at halftime. Probably a little, probably a lot because of how they were scheming up the offensive line. But then again, what if the offensive line is bad and also shorthanded, very shorthanded? What are you gonna do? I say that there might have been more that they could do. I don't know the team. I don't know those guys well enough to think, oh, they should do this instead of that. I know that Leach was very upset after the game. Was upset with who? Everybody. He they were asking him about it, and he said there was a lot of scared faces on the sidelines, looking like they don't know what to do, and I'm sick and tired of it. Was his ex- just about his exact quote? I'm not sure. I might have butchered a few words here and there, but yeah, I know he said scared faces, sidelines, and I'm sick and tired of it. So. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm sick and tired of it, too. And I'll tell you what, one of the scared faces was me. I got <laughs> nervous in that game. Um, we should never. And he also said that if you're not willing to be patient, you can go find another team to cheer yeah, for. Yeah, I remember that. He did say. <laughs> and I, I kind of, I mean, guys, I am willing to be patient, and I don't think I don't think there's any reason for us to hit the panic button. Is, is, there, is this season disappointing? Absolutely. It's been disappointing, especially with the way it, it opened up. But there's no way that we can't. I mean, we saw it against LSU. They're they're capable. Okay, they're absolutely capable. There's no that you can't accidentally put up an SEC record by 80 yards, shatter the SEC record for passing yards in a game. That's not an accident. No. So the the potential is there. It's just gonna have to all click. The offensive line is gonna have to get better. Uh, defense is gonna have to play. The defense I don't think played a great game, and we'll talk about them in a second Saturday. Um. Receiver's going to have to step up. Quarterback's going to have to step up. It's all going to come. We've got great quarterbacks and especially great receivers and great quarterbacks coming down the pipe. Uh, I think the benefit of a spring practice and summer workouts, all that cohesiveness will hugely benefit the offensive line. Um, And we know that the talent is there. I thought the offensive line was a strength of this team, and it's been our biggest weakness. And that's the biggest. I think about that a lot. Yeah, that's the biggest surprise of the the season. On the preseason episodes, we were like, the O line is the one position group that you should have zero worries about. Well, like, I wouldn't say like completely not worry free about them. I'll tell you what, I was super excited about them next year because they're all so young. But this year, I was like, man, I mean, they they've got a little just enough experience, but a whole they're long on. not exactly the longest on experience, but they are long on talent that we're going to be fine. Cole Smith has been rough. Cole Smith has been a great leader, though, and a great motivator, and he's always the one trying to get the crowd into it and stuff, and he's also better at calling out the blitzes, and that's why he's still starting because yeah. you don't you miss on the blitzes every time when with the other center, even though he's he's a little bit uh, better at physically. But there's there's also been some a little bit of injury there, a little bit of, you know, we had guys out this game, but... Anyway, uh, this this is a season, like I said, talking about to the patience that we was talking about, it's been disappointing, but you would much rather go through this process than, you know, come right out, win five or six games, and then that be your ceiling. Yeah. I still don't think that's if, – if this is what the price it, ta- it, it costs for us to get to where we're going, I'm okay with it. Um, you're having a revolutionary scheme on both sides of the ball. Uh, you hope you, – obviously, you really hope to keep Arnett around for the, few, for the long term. Um, I hope to keep all these defensive. We got a really young defense, so you expect them to only get a little bit better next year. But 
you've you've got you've really 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 changing things up for everybody. You're changing things up for the offensive linemen, for the running backs, for the receivers, for the tight ends that don't exist anymore, and, and especially for the quarterbacks. And it was it was just a little bit more than we expected, and we realized that's how valuable spring ball was, and we were the, probably the least suited team to play spring ball to not have spring ball. Also, I saw this today from uh, Stats and Info. We have we have had 19 new starters this year. 19. That's Leeds Power Five. 19 <laughs> new starters. That's crazy. Like, that is crazy. Like we've. That's a lot of roster turnover. I mean, guys. I mean, guys, like it's gonna be a headache. There's gonna be some growing pains. Not many people anticipated the growing pains being this bad. But I mean, if you finish up, you've got two probably ish win- winnable games in your schedule. I'll say maybe three quarters of a winnable game, maybe one quarter of a winnable game against Ole Miss and Auburn, respectively, and then a winnable game against Mizzou. So, and we get to see blackouts this weekend, guys. We'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, actually, should we say that for Friday? I'm talking about it today. We're talking about it Friday too. <laughs> but uh, talk about the uniforms we saw this weekend too. We'll talk about that at the end. Put a note. But uh, the guys with all this, like I said, we've talked about new faces. We've talked about new scheme. We've talked about lack of spring. You, I promise you, this is okay. This season, this season barely counts. It's a weird season. Much rather, you're not using any of these guys at eligibility. Uh, you're getting out guys on, on a year that, that doesn't matter anyway. You're you're removing all the guys that are kind of a thorn in the side for all these coaches and stuff like that. And it's going to end up working out in the long term, I think. And if it doesn't, I told Gavin this earlier, we've, we've always got baseball. <laughs> got women's basketball. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Anyway, um, I guess we've got to talk about. The I, I would defense. rather us be good. Or I don't know about rather. I would. I would like for us to be good at football. But you'd rather us be good at football simply because it's a bigger profile. I like baseball. I like Mississippi State baseball. When they're both good, I'd rather watch Mississippi State baseball. Yeah, me too. That's a, that's just me. Now, when they're now, the sport in general, I know we're weird in comparison to a lot of people in that aspect. Well, like if you, there's if you, nothing if you like put me it. a random baseball game and a random football game, mm-hmm. I'm watching the football game. But if you're putting any Mississippi State baseball game, any Mississippi State football game, I'm watching the Mississippi yeah. State baseball. That's just how I am. Yeah, that's how I am too. Uh, just because I love, I mean, that's what I grew up doing is Mississippi State baseball. I, I, I didn't play football growing up as much. So I was much more into a baseball kid and also a basketball person. I'll tell you what, watching a basketball game on TV will never appeal to me as much as a baseball or football game on TV. But it, you'd be hard-pressed to say you can sit at the front of the student section while we're playing, you know, while it's getting loud and crazy, which it doesn't get as loud and crazy as it should, or go sit in the student section for a football or baseball game. And I'm, that's it's that's a toss-up there. Student section kind of sucks for the baseball stadium, though. No, not when it's crazy. Have you ever been? I've never been in the student section. I'm talking about lo- purely location. Oh, just when it's in right field? Yeah. Oh, oh, well, yeah, that you have to stand up, but, I mean, where are you going to put it? Yeah. I mean, I, it's it's fun out there. You can't there. put it down either of the baselines, I guess. With the with the rules and the way that you, what you're allowed to do in the stadium and stuff, people yeah. have a good time out there. We're digressing a little bit. We still got to talk about the defense uh, and the defensive performance uh, this weekend. I want to be honest. The defense were playing great, and then Sean Preston, who wasn't listed as a starter, but I didn't see London Craft play much. He was out there a good bit. Was he? Yeah. I just didn't see him in the thick of things. I guess yeah. uh, maybe he, they're throwing away from him. I don't know. He maybe was, that means yeah, he, was, he wasn't in a lot of plays, but he was. That's actually a he good took thing. A lot of snaps. You're defensive back. Yeah. You're not in a lot of plays, but uh, but after Sean Preston went out, we kind of got a little bit thin over there, and this is where you realize that you're you're we got a little bit out in front of our skis when Preston left. But it's when you realize that you're thin on the back end and how much we miss C.J. Morgan and Fred Peters. Yep. I'd love C.J. Morgan to come back because they were killing us out on the edges with those little screens and stuff. Yeah. 
and CJ is not the guy you want, you know, jumping with Seth Williams or, <laughs> or Devonta Smith or something, but he's the guy you want out there on the edges tackling those screeners. Yep. You know, that's where he's And I think thrives. I think Martin's done a good job of that though. I think Martin stepped up and been a good guy on screens. He does. He's, he got penalized a lot. Yeah, he got they hold the heck out of him. Well they they I think the ref we'll talk about the refs in a minute. I thought they were terrible. Yeah. Um not that it mattered. I don't think they didn't change the game that much, but they were bad. I think I think corner's probably our best looking position though. Long term. <clears throat> I mean when you or think linebacker. Yeah, linebackers, linebacker and corner are both going to be very yeah, good. The, Forbes, uh, Forbes, Martin. Forbes and Martin are going to be good. J.P. Purvis was laying the wood on people. He was. Hey. He got he got he got burnt a couple times, but he was he was thumping. Yeah. Um, I thought the defensive line also was getting pushed around there at the yeah. end. I mean, they were getting a lot of push, and that's yeah. that's just not okay to no. me. I mean, that should never happen. And I know. And I'll tell you what. I wanted to put, and I forgot to put this in my notes, but I'm glad it came up. Jaden Crumity has been a little bit gimpy. I think he's playing fine, but he's been hurting. We pulled Jaden Crumity out, guys. Y'all remember the play? He he went down a couple times. The time he went out, we've uh Vanderbilt's got the ball deep in their own territory. We've had a good punt after another unsuccessful drive, or and uh he comes out. They're running the ball everywhere. They had just run for about five yards. It's second and five. They put Cam Young in. He absolutely first play. He's out there, and I'm sure he was out there more just this drive. Yeah. Absolutely blows up the running back. He 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 slides right past the the a gap, uh, wraps up the running back before the ball the ball was almost not even in his hand. He almost forced a fumble right there, and then suddenly you've got second, you've got third and eight. Uh, Cam Young still in the game. He blow he takes on two blockers and blows them up, and he allows Ty, Tyrus Week to come through and smoke Ken Seals, and uh, force the fumble. Tyrus well, then Tyrus Week the got the. Got the fumble recovery. Tyrus Wheat forced two fumbles, had the only sack, had a fumble recovery and six tackles, yeah. and a tackle for loss. Um, Tyrus Wheat was unstoppable, and I—that's what makes me feel super good about running backs. Think, and Marquise, I mean, me, Marquise linebacker. played well. Marquise Spencer played well. Uh, I think I think the defensive line didn't play terrible. They were just in the middle, getting pushed around, yeah. and I guess that's Crumity and Pickering. Pickering. But, um, but yeah, uh, linebackers played great. And talking about the future, you know, Aaron Brule, Tyrus Wheat, Jordan Davis, Deshaun Page. If you're talking about recruits. I think feel like we're in good shape, but Cam Young provided a spark. Tomorrow, Rodgers. Yep, I don't know if we need to play him more or to move people around more up front. But you put him in there, and, and our whole defense changed. Yep. Uh, I I think that that is something worth worth looking at, and I guess it was I guess it's a small sample size, but he blew up two plays in a row that we might have lost the game if he hadn't. Yeah. Seriously, if if Vanderbilt had mustered any kind of drive right there, I would have I would have been sick to my stomach. And that obliterated that. So the defense was started playing Errol, bad. We lose that game without Errol. Errol had the clutch and We definitely lose in the that end game. Zone. We lose that game without Errol. We probably lose it without Marquise yeah. with that play. Oh, you definitely do. Uh I mean, guys, these forcing these turnovers and this in, and these instincts, I love this uh the thump I love when they do go and hit. They're playing hard. But they're they're getting a little bit out schemed. Kind of, I guess the personnel is maybe an issue, but they're throwing out on the edges and getting six or eight yards a pop, which is what we were doing to Vanderbilt in the first half. Yeah, I think Will threw Will threw a pass out into the flat on the left side. I think like six times in a row, yeah. something like that, and and was getting four to eight yeah. yards. They every were making time. it, and I think I think that hurt us in the long run because Will got too comfortable with that. Yeah, and he wasn't even looking downfield it once that he got to that point. That was probably part of it, but yeah. um. They they start getting like I said they start getting out on the edges a little bit they start pushing us around up front 
And if you don't create those big plays, which again, that's instinct, that's passion, that's stuff like that. If you don't create those big plays, who knows what happens? Yeah. And and I know you can say you can say this a million different ways. You can say, oh, if you don't have those turnovers, you probably lose. Well, we did have the turnovers. Sorry, that's part of the game. It's not like they don't count. That is part of the game, and it's not like that's also a big focus of the, of defensive football is trying to force turnovers. You know, that's part that's in the game plan. You know, punch the ball out, wrap guys up, be aware. Jump routes. I mean, what was Marquis Spencer saw that screen on film and sniffed it out and, and jumped jumped the play. That's what happened. Do you think? Do you think Marquis Spencer just knew for a fact where the ball was going? <laughs> like, come on, guys, that wouldn't have happened if this was the first game of the year because we didn't have that on film. He knew. He recognized something. That's if you see somebody jump a screen. That's what happened to Kentucky when the guy against Kentucky yeah. jumped the screen and, and did the exact same thing. It's because Except he recognized. I think, it. I think he ran it all the way back though. <laughs> he ran it back to the two yard line. Yeah. He's a little bit faster than Marquise. <laughs> but uh, hey, Marquise, Marquise had more traffic. Marquise he was getting got it. about 25 yards. He was getting it. Um, big, love the big man interception. Yeah. But, guys, that's that's part of football. So I don't want to hear this, oh, we didn't, we, if we didn't force those turnovers, they wouldn't, we saw on the scouting report, we saw on film, they're, they're likely to turn it over. And that was a focus in the of the game, okay, especially with Marquise's interception. I mean, that's just how it works. Yep. You, 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 don't, you don't just – he doesn't just know off the top of his head – out of nowhere, oh, I need to jump this route. It's not like Ken was st- Ken Seals was staring it down for eight seconds. That play took about a second and a half to yeah. develop. He recognized it because he's seen it on film. I mean, that's that's part of it. anyway. Speaking of Ken Seals, I thought they did a great job rolling him, moving the pocket on purpose. He did a good job moving the pocket. He's an impressive to improvise. freshman. Yeah, to an extent, he did a great. I think he's a really impressive freshman as far as Vanderbilt's concerned. You see Maiden's story that was kind of frustrating. What his Instagram story? He was posting videos of Ken Seals. Every time he did something good, he's was like, he "That's friends? my boy." Is he friends with him? I mean, he went to Texas for high school. He was he he went to high school in Texas, I should say. Oh, okay. So they know each other, but every every post on his story was Ken Seals doing something good. That's, that's that is kind of annoying. Yeah. Speaking of Moose, I'll tell you something about that later. But uh, hey, uh, he I think he did a good job. They did a good job scheming up really quick throws because we couldn't get pressure to him. We were getting a little bit of pressure, not as much as I would have liked with those linebackers. But they were also getting the ball out quick. Uh, I don't think they had – they had very few downfield throws. Um, they didn't have – he was moving the pocket around. And so that one sack, when it did come, was timely, of course. That one sack, Tyrus Wheat uh, forcing the fumble that eventually allowed us to score. But we could have played better on both sides of the ball, but I don't want to hear this, oh, well, we should have lost or should have done that. We won the game. We won the game by a whole touchdown. We should we should have won by more. You can say that. I think we should have won by more. But none of this. Oh, we should have. We you shouldn't have. You should. There is no. Oh, we should have lost a game that we won that we were supposed to win by more. I mean, they weren't. We weren't supposed to do worse than we than we already did. It's not. We it's not like the refs worse. handed us the game. Right. Well, we are. Yeah. Exactly. It's not like that. We are. The worst were bad. It's not like we did worse than we th- thought we were going to do. We we are. We or excuse me. It's not like we did even worse than the low ex than the uh the poor showing that we had. You know, we already played bad. It's not like we were going to think, oh, well, if they had played a little bit worse, they would have lost. Well, we're already playing way below our expectations for the game. So, I don't want to hear this, oh, we should have lost. I think we should have won by more. Um, Talking about the referees, they didn't miss the targeting, either targeting. They're targeting on both teams, one for each team. Both of those were targeting. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, the pass interference with Martin Emerson – which down one? The right side. <laughs> yeah, the one, the first one down the right side. He's grabbing the dude's hand. Yeah. I thought that was a little bit ticky tack, but that was fine. 
a couple other ones were bad. And yeah. they we had Malik Heath got tackled on probably the only really <laughs> deep ball we threw, and they didn't call him anything. Yeah. That one upset me. Um, they were missing holds everywhere. I saw. I mean, Vanderbilt. That's part of the reason Vanderbilt was so they successful. Were, they were a hold on every play. There were at least two or three screen plays where they literally grabbed. They reached around Martin Emerson and grabbed the back of his shoulder pads They're and just didn't let him go holding anywhere. Everywhere, it was so bad, and that that and that lends more to their scheme than to ours. I think a little bit because they're throwing so many of those screens and moving and a lot of motions and out in the flat stuff like that. But my goodness, uh, it didn't change the game that much, but it was annoying to watch. I was calling out hold every single – they were letting the offensive lineman hold too. Yeah. They, it looks – other than when we started getting penalties thrown in the, in the, on the back end of our defense and then the targeting, it was looking like it was a clean game. It wasn't really a clean game. They just weren't calling stuff. And then when they did call it, you're like, what the heck? Because they're not calling all these holds and then the pass interference, which was pass interference, but yeah. it wasn't a blatant one. Yeah. They'll call that. I also, the ref that threw it was the one across the field, the yeah. back judge, and the side judge didn't throw a flag. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, speaking of referees, Gavin has a fun fact he wants to share with y'all. Yeah, so we might start doing a college football fun fact of the week. We're not really sure yet. Uh, but for this week, we have there were more booth reviews in the Notre Dame versus Clemson game on Saturday then Justin Fields has thrown incompletions this season, which he's three games in. That's wild. Which, that to be is, fair, that was a double overtime game, so they have more time to do right. reviews. But, but that's still crazy. <laughs> that's that's good on Notre Dame, or excuse me, good on Justin Fields, and also just talking about these referees a little bit more. It's it's, I don't want to say it's a college football wide problem. I think it's a little bit of a college football problem, but most it seems like it's more in the SEC. I don't watch a ton of these other games. Uh, I didn't even get to watch that game. Or I the Georgia it. Florida game. That was a good game. But I think um, DJ DJ Uyunglele is. Did you say that name right? Yes. Woo! That was great because I did, I couldn't have said it. <laughs> that's a that's a bad bad man. He's going to be a problem in the future. I mean, what quarterback isn't? I mean, he's. These days? I'd say I'd say he's about eighty percent as good as Trevor is right I'd now. I'd love to. I'd love to have any of those transfers or those backups. I say that. The transfer quarterback hasn't really worked out. <laughs> but, yeah, there's some problems with referees. I'll give you another problem with our referees, and it doesn't really matter. They did not change the court, the direction of the field correctly. So, in college football, in any football, you pick a direction at the, at the coin toss. Then you switch after the quarter's over. And then you go into halftime after the second quarter. When you come out, you keep the same direction you had in the second quarter. That's the rule. So, you don't switch directions after halftime. And then in the fourth quarter, you switch back to where you were in the first quarter. They did the opposite. They switched after halftime. And then in the fourth quarter, we're going the opposite direction we were in the first quarter. Just a fun, funny thing to me. If you know, we in the way you can tell, we scored in the south end zone at the end of the game. At the beginning of the game, we scored at the north end zone. But it should be they should be the same. Uh, I don't know how that slips around, slips by. It doesn't ultimately doesn't affect the game very much at all, unless you're in a, in a COVID year. It doesn't especially because you don't have to worry about noise. If you were trying to have you know have the the other team score into the student section on purpose and then they took that away, it might be a problem. But there's not enough noise in that stadium. Still more noise than I think most stadiums because of the cowbells, but not enough noise in that stadium to really make a huge difference. No, I agree. This during our chance, it sounds about the same. Yeah, not not, not, not the same, but it, it's loud enough you can tell what's going on. Don't stop believing was kind of sad. I I was just I was uh on camera. They had a dude a photographer from marketing or I don't know who it was telling me how to stand and how to pose while I was singing the song. What? He was like he was like which I appreciate it, but I had a flying M shirt. I've had one for two years. Yeah. 
and he's like here let me see that logo yeah hope stand like this so i can see the logo okay and i was like so i wasn't paying attention i was getting i was doing a photo yeah. shoot i don't know why they want my ugly face in any of those pictures looking, hopefully it's just a zoom in on my shirt that's it <laughs> looking around the stadium though during that that was that was kind of depressing seeing COVID's you know, depressing depressing yeah. maybe there was it, it was sad hopefully we'll win a couple games it. early next year and we can have a full stadium you know, a lot of lots of excitement back. Hopefully, we have full stadiums at baseball season. Yeah. I'm worried about baseball season, but uh, there's a lot of uh, yeah, there was a lot of little to be desired in terms of the referees. Um, in the SEC, we know what happened to Auburn twice. They they've had, I say that Auburn had one game given to them, and everyone will say they had the Ole Miss game given to them. But Auburn had a touchdown called back as well in that game that shouldn't have been called back. So it kind of it works out, yeah. but it's still terrible. Like it should never come to that. So, I guess that's all we've got for football-related things, for sports-related things. But how did y'all like? Y'all like the fine M unis? You'd like it in person? Yeah. How did y'all like it? <laughs> I, I, I liked them. I thought they looked good. Uh, the helmets were really nice. Helmets looked good. I love the helmets. They had stick and all the guys. They went and got all their helmets at the end of the game and started carrying them back to the locker room. Yeah. I don't know if are they selling them or something. They, they, they did not let anybody's helmet come back nope. on the player's head. They got all of them out and yeah. took them down. And I, I looked at I was like, hey, can I, I, I shot it on one of them. I was, like, I was like, can you give me one of those? He didn't say anything. I didn't think my joke was very funny. <laughs> but I thought they looked great. I'm hopefully. Yeah, they're beautiful. I'm probably going to order one of those, jer- that jersey, uh, simply because it's a maroon jersey that is, that. You know, all the other maroon jerseys look bad that they sell because yeah. Adidas, does, they're our normal jersey. Adidas doesn't sell our normal jersey. Yeah. But that one looks good, and I can wear that to games, and everybody knows what it means and stuff like that. Yep, those were those were. I don't know if I love the nameplates on the back. I thought they would go without the nameplates. I liked them, just like a modern touch, I guess. Yeah, Paul liked them from Hale State Unit. He liked the nameplates. They actually went with a different jersey than they had in the reveal. They had a double stripe on the shoulder pad in the real game, but on Mm -hmm. the reveal, it's a single stripe. The double stripe's what they used in the back in the day, so that's better. But uh. I thought that was kind of odd. It was not the same jersey. And yeah, that's, I didn't that's, notice that's that. That's probably Adidas's fault. Yeah, but um, we do get the blackout jerseys this week, and according to some player's Snapchat story, I don't know who it was. Like, like I, I would either. probably tell y'all, but I don't know who it was. Yeah, Paul. Well, Paul found it somewhere. He's on. You know, we talked to him a couple weeks ago. He's on his stuff. Uh, he knows for sure where all the all the nooks and crannies to find the information about a uniform he'll find it as soon as it's up there and they'll, they'll update us there is a a sticker list they haven't put the sticker on it yet black helmet with a silver face mask in the locker room gorgeous oh uh, gorgeous matte black so we're pretty much all but confirmed we're wearing black helmets black shirts black pants silver trim it's gonna look good we might lose to Auburn, but yeah, it's going to look good. That's good enough of a reason to go to the game, guys. Come see it in person. For real. For real. I, that's another jersey I might have to buy. I'm about to be out. Oh, oh, I don't know if I got that kind of money on me. We have to see. Mississippi State's killing me with this two alternate look. I didn't buy the gold one last year. I did buy the black one Mississippi last year. State's killing me with this tuition look. Okay, well, that's that's a whole different thing. I usually just spent the money Mississippi State gives me on, on things like this, but I don't even have any of that anymore. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, yeah, those are great looks. You ought to come back out for the games this, simply because of that. It'll be a blackout game for the fans, so wear black. Uh, the game will be at three. I'll use. I hate when blackout games end up not being at night, but 
It will be dark by the time the third quarter. Our boys are going to be miserable that first half, though. Sun beating down in a blackout. It shouldn't be that hot. But, dude, it was hot last game. It was cloudy most of the day, but it was warm. It was it was nice and cool where I was sitting. Where, oh, was I was it, in the was shade. It, did you, have, oh, did you have, have up the shade? It was warm uh, in the stadium when it was sunny. and then By the time the game started, the sun had been up behind the clouds. It was about a It was hot when I was working outside the stadium before the game, but once yeah. I got in, it was nice. It was about 45 minutes to an hour of sunlight on my walk up to the stadium and sitting in the stadium. But hopefully we can get some cool weather for the blackout. Everybody can wear. I've got a nice black sweatshirt I can wear if it does get cold. Um Anyway, anything else you got? No, I don't think so. All right, and with that being said, almost did it again. I almost Dude, you did need it again. To <laughs> I almost did it again. Oh my! With that being said, swing your sword and hail state. <laughs>